0: Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast. Hey, we want to thank our sponsors here at the RFP, Free Life Soap. Free Life Soap is an incredible, incredible uh, company that has just started out of a garage in the back of Miss McCribbin's house, and man, she is sending out soap all over the country. She says that every Wednesday... The RFP family goes and just buys tons of soap. And so we are so happy that we can keep her in business. And uh, Brian, how you smelling over there in Danville, Virginia, with that pumpkin spice
1: soap? I use the pumpkin spice and I want to be pumpkin spicy every day for the rest of the year. Hey, check this out. Fall is my favorite time of year. And after using this pumpkin spice soap, I realized that I've never really lived fall. But now I'm at (laughs) one with fall.
2: Brian, have you been using one of those cowboy mics that goes over your ear? <laughs> you know what we call those, don't you? <laughs> you put that on with some mug boots, you're good to go, buddy.
1: Hey, you can call it whatever you want to call it. I love free life pumpkin spice soap. I am all in.
2: Hey, I am paraben free, I am pumpkin spice free. I have not been corrupted yet. None
0: of that. Yes. My wife literally said today, I've got to get about 12 of these bars so I can smell this all year long. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But pumpkin spice smell from Free Life Soap is second to none. So go to the org. click on the Free Life Soap tab, use your promo code RFP, and get 20% off of your order today. It's Free Life Soap. Mm-hmm. Check them out today. We've, we've been getting pictures of folks that are using their soap. And not, let, me, let me rephrase that. We haven't been get- bathing with their ben soap. Bathing. We've been getting <laughs> bathroom selfies. We've had folks writing in telling us that they're using their Free Life Soap, and uh, somebody this week said, I got my... Uh, cherry pipe tobacco beard oil oh yeah yeah somebody stuff. said smelling like a calvinist now <laughs> so i go. love that one so free life so <laughs> check them out today we also want to thank j radio the j radio studios i'm sad to be honest with you i only get a few more times recording in the j radio studios as we're getting ready to pack up and move next week down to statesboro i'm sad
2: too because i really like having you in the studio you're gonna be here all by yourself there's no telling what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> You're finally going to learn what it's like to be the guy looking at a computer screen and dealing with the awkwardness of that. So it's actually going to be fun that there's going to be another one of me.
0: It's going to oh, be man. awkward for all of us, I think, because we're we're literally going digital. Yeah. Zoom is how we're going to keep this going. I think it's going to be awesome, though. I may just have to drive up every other Friday and record or
2: something. Sounds good.
0: We, we five can hour drive.
2: Depends on how your studio is down there. It's gonna be sick.
0: I'm fired <laughs> up, boys. We're this is, we're recording right now on a Tuesday night, and tomorrow night, which is Wednesday, when the episode with Wrestling Pastor drops, um, I get to preach tomorrow at Connection Church for my first time, and then this weekend oh, we're being introduced to the church. So I'm fired up, and then we come home. We got a week of loading up, and by next week, actually. Right now, as this episode is airing, we just closed on our house today here in Statesboro. And wow, so, we're fantastic. in Statesboro looking into the future.
1: So, I'm excited. And you just and you just had an anniversary.
0: We did. And this is our anniversary trip. So, a year ago, we planned our anniversary trip to Savannah. Who would have thought the week of our anniversary trip was the week we're being introduced to our new church in Statesboro, which That's is right amazing. by Savannah god is always at work yes, it might he be behind the scenes but he's doing things we're completely unaware of but one day we benefit from don't tell me he ain't on the throne ain't man hey man okay wow <laughs> we just we just went deep in the intro <laughs> let's get this show started y'all ready let's go yes sir let's go
1: You know what makes women
2: stupid is college. Jesus was not a bartender. back. Two.
3: You have lost your mind. Long-tongued heifers have given me a
4: lot more trouble than heifers wearing breeches, and you know that. Say amen right there. One. Let me tell you something, Bozo. They'll be sending Frosties in hell for this boy who puts on a pair of pink
0: underwear. Amen. I sucked my thumb when I was 14 years of age. back! everybody thanks for tuning in to the recovering fundamentalist podcast we're your hosts brian jc and nathan you got put to the last this time that's okay it's all right That was the last you? one here truth <laughs> truth it's all good though hey we want to thank our sponsor podlife.house what do you get when you buy an eco-friendly container home from podlife.house well, you get plenty of wall space for that one TV that Larry Brown hasn't smashed with a sledgehammer. You get a quiet, comfortable space to relax in after a pastoral sheep shearing on a Wednesday night and a full-size bathroom that even Steven Anderson could stand in when he, well, you know. Create your own awesome space at podlife.house. Customize container home, man cave, she shed, office space, and so much more. It's podlife.house. <laughs>
1: Y'all know what they're it's the greatest talking. Greatest commercial <laughs> ever. Stephen
0: Anderson. I don't get that guy. Cut. I don't get it. Woo. He's in our intro. He's the one that said college
2: is what makes women stupid. Oh, he's definitely the one that says you've lost your mind. Yeah, we put him in there twice. He's on a yeah. whole nother level, but he has room to stand up in the Pod Life House. Have restaurant. you have you
0: heard the message that we're talking yes, about?
2: Absolutely, Brian. Have you heard it? Yeah, it's
0: horrible. I don't understand it because he starts off cursed as the man that standeth and. Yeah. You know, but then he says, "I'm a man." <laughs> I don't play that clip.
3: I'm going to close with one thing. I was reading my Bible this week. And I kept seeing this phrase jump out at me in the Bible. And you're not going to like this, but you haven't liked the sermon up till now, so why would I why would I try and please you now? You're going to you're going to be mad no matter what I say. But I was reading the Bible. And uh, I kept seeing this phrase, and I, and I studied this phrase in the Bible. It's used six times, and it's used by God. It's used out of the mouth of God. And uh, it's when the prophet is preaching to the king of Israel, Jehu, and he says, uh, "I'm sorry, Jeroboam the son of Nebat," and he says, "Thus saith the Lord." He said, "I will destroy from Jeroboam him that pisseth against the wall." Have you ever seen that phrase in the Bible? Put up your hand. Him that pisseth against the wall. You see that in the Bible. It's used six times in the Bible. And, it's, you know, six is a significant number in the Bible. It's the number of a man. You know, there are different numbers that represent different things in the Bible. Like seven is the number of completion. You know, five is the number of death. And you'll see that all throughout the Bible. People being killed under their fifth rib. Genesis 5, 5, Acts 5, 5, on and on. You'll see uh, different numbers and, and significance of numbers. And, and the six times this phrase is used in the Bible. And you say, oh, I can't believe you, you speak that way its vile." Bible. I'm sorry, but the Bible says that the words of Jesus Christ are wholesome words. And the Bible says every word of God is pure. And so don't accuse me of using bad language. That's what the Bible says. He said, I will destroy him that pisseth against the wall. Now, what did did you ever stop and think, what did God mean by that? Did he mean, well, what did he mean? Obviously, what is he talking about? All the men, right? He said, said, I'm going to kill all the men that come from Jeroboam. Because there's a difference between men and women. Men piss against the wall. Women don't. Okay? And so God said, He used that language. He used that expression. And by the way, that expression is only in the King James Bible. The New King James eliminates it. This is what the New King James says. Males. All the males. And you know, the, the guys who made it, they are males. They're not men. And God said, a man is somebody who pisses against the wall. Did you know this? When I was in Germany, and you're not even going to believe this. See, why are you preaching this? Because it's in the Bible. Okay, I was in Germany and uh, I went to use the restroom in Germany in several different people's houses. I mean, totally different people. And even in public places, they had a sign that prohibited a man from peeing standing up. I'm not kidding. I mean, you can ask my wife is from Germany and I was there for three and a half months. They had a sign in people's house. They had a sign in the public restroom that prohibited, and I'm not going to, you know, it was like a circle and a line through it, and it's no pee standing up. And I asked my wife, I said, is that like, I thought it was a joke. It's like, is that a joke? It's kind of a crude joke. She said, it's not a joke. She said, no man in Germany peace standing up. That's where we're headed in this country, my friend. We got a bunch of pastors who pee sitting down. We got a bunch of, and you say, oh, uh, you know, you're being vile. I'm not, hey, then God's, God's the one that wrote the Bible, my friend. We got, we got pastors who pee sitting down. We got the president of the United States probably pee sitting down. We got a bunch of preachers. We got a bunch of leaders who don't stand up and piss against the wall like a man. And I'm going to tell you something. That's what's wrong with America. You don't you don't like it? You don't like an old-fashioned Bible that tells you what being a man's all about? Because it's called the King James Bible. And if you don't like that term, piss against the wall, then you know what? Go to the bookstore this afternoon and buy a new King James. It'll take out that word. It'll take out the word damnation. It'll take out the word hell about half the times. It'll take out the word Jehovah, the name of God. It'll take out anything in the Bible that, that has any uh, power to it. It'll take out anything that tells you how things are supposed to be. But you know what? 400 years ago, pastors used to stand up and preach that a man needs to be a man. Amen. Not a male. Not the males. It's because the editors of the NIV pee sitting down. It's because the editors of the New King James, they all pee sitting down. I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to pee sitting down. I don't care if it's Germany. I'm going to Germany in about a month. You better know I'm going to stand up everywhere
2: I go. I have a question. What about when he has to go number two? <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: he's, he's so much man, he can do it standing up, I guess.
1: If he takes what he's preaching literally, <laughs> his house, man, the walls must be <laughs> filthy. How far do you take that? <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Why is he screaming? i'm gonna be a man and that's you know that's a king james word that's an old word man it's
2: personally i'm thankful they took it out
1: yeah me too and and what what does he mean by guys who use a different translation of the bible they sit down to use the bathroom well that was when barack obama
0: was president and he said the president of the united states peace sitting
4: down (laughs)
0: <laughs> is absolutely hey, there's nothing different. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know I'm a homeschool graduate here, but isn't a male and a man the same thing? I believe so. Yes. Hmm.
2: Also, yeah, he but... said the other versions take everything that has power out of the Bible. Well, the NIV, the New King James, the ESV, the NASB, all the other ones still have the blood of Jesus in it. Mm. So, does that have power?
1: Yeah. And, this is what and I wonder. By the about. way. By the way, all those translations you just mentioned all talk about death and hell being cast into the lake of fire. So I, I, I don't know what the guy's talking about. But, you know, it really doesn't make me feel bad that I, I don't know what he's talking about because he doesn't know what he's talking about either. So it just makes two of us.
2: Isn't he part of that new IFB that's coming out? I think so. I think he's the president. Hey, we got called <laughs> out by the new IFB, right? Called out or a fake debate from debate. <laughs> 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 Tommy McMurtry, shout out, bro. He's planning Friday night, 6 p.m. It'll be over by the time this airs, but he's yeah. planning on uh, talking about us. And we have an opportunity to call in and answer for ourselves. Is anyone going to take him up on that? No. No. Uh, by the way,
1: <laughs> it cracked me up. He's talking about launching this whole new deal. And then like about 10 seconds in, he's like, uh hey can, can can you stop back there? You're making noise. <laughs> I can hear the noise on the microphone. Can you stop? Well, anyway, everything's going to be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Brothers, well, we are not professionals. Well here's here's what I guess it does fall in
0: line with male and man being the same thing. A debate, just because you tagged us in it that you're gonna be debating us, we've never we weren't invited to this past Friday's debate. A debate is when two people sit down and talk or a group of people talk and he 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 didn't do that. They just talked and do y'all feel straightened out? They're going to debate about us. That's what it is. We're the topic of debate. He's gonna quote straighten us out, but I don't know if that happened.
2: Hey, I have, I will say, I know this is going to shock y'all, but I've talked to him on the phone multiple times. He's a really nice guy. Why am I not surprised about that?
0: <laughs> oh, no. Nate and Andrew Sluter are having sushi dates, so I'm not surprised with that. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to that so much. I have I can't, zero desire to even... I can't handle any
1: more of this. <laughs> I can't
0: either. I can't handle you chewing laffy taffy in the microphone right now
1: <laughs> i just can't handle any more of it he's like
2: oh, you know
1: yeah i I talked to uh i talked to this guy that you know took a whole friday night to trash us and man he's just so wonderful i think i'm gonna send him a christmas card <laughs> only you nathan that's only a good you. idea
0: nate and michael poindex are gonna have a christmas card together <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome oh my goodness rfp Christmas greetings. (laughs) Hey, here's something that I did like this week from Twitter. Uh, We put out on uh, one of the days last week, I can't remember what it was, and said, Hey, if you like this tweet and retweet it with the hashtag RFPFam, so hashtag RFPFam, we'll give you a follow back. And my goodness, Twitter blew up with the hashtag RFPFam. And so we want you to do anytime you're tweeting at us or you have a comment from something that we have said, use the hashtag RFPFam. And uh, that's going somewhere. And After the first of the year, you're going to understand why, but we want to get that hashtag blowing up the internet right now. So use RFP fam anytime you are responding to us.
1: And one thing we love is when our RFP fam sends in letters. Yes. Isn't that always great when we get these emails and, uh, man, we got some great ones this past week. Let's read a few. If you don't mind. Yeah. Let's read some. Um, this one, this one's just amazing. Just a few weeks ago, I heard about the podcast and started listening. First of all, it has been an incredibly encouraging and informative podcast to listen to. I grew up in a church that would use words like independent, fundamental, and Baptist. But it isn't in any of the camps that seem to define the segments of the IFB. Earlier this year, I started pastoring a new church plant in Seattle, Washington. We are autonomous, not a part of any denomination or convention and are fundamental in terms of embracing the five fundamentals of the faith, Hmm. as well as uh, we are Baptist as far as holding to the traditional Baptist distinctives and theology. Although I have and would avoid any kind of association with IFB, just to give you an idea of where I'm coming from, there is so much that I could say about the podcast and the truth and the encouragement that I find in it. However, I wanted to comment on the podcast Family Matters, episode 15. I was listening to that the other day while out running. I heard Brian talking about the conversation with his wife and her expressing that she wished she could have a do-over to some extent with their kids since they are now older. But he was talking about how there are no do-overs in life he was encouraging the listeners to make sure that every day counts. As I was out there listening to that, it struck me as my two kids are now one and three years old. I don't have a desire for a do-over because we are really just getting started. And I can make decisions about priorities and things now with them at this age. Fortunately, I was by myself out there because I was running the trail in the middle of the woods <laughs> bawling my eyes out hmm. as i thought about that Wow. i just wanted to thank you for opening your hearts and sharing your thoughts in all of your episodes but especially that one about things that will help young men with young families in ministry and trying to serve god love their families and reach out to our communities with the gospel what a great encouragement i want to thank you for that um, adam thank you so much I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart, and I hope that people do realize we do share our hearts. Yeah, you know, with this podcast, we're real. Sometimes you get the good, the bad, and the ugly, <laughs> but along the way, we're real, and and this is from our hearts. And we're so glad when people recognize that.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And you know, Adam, as a as one of the dads with young kids here, I, I feel that um, I. I am constantly reminded of that episode specifically and not wasting the time and treasuring the moments. And I found myself since that episode stopping and not wanting to wish I had a do-over, but to take the advantage of the moment. And so I'm right there with you, Adam. We also got a letter this week from Cole and guys, I think this one's pretty cool. It said, Hey JC, Nathan and Brian, I wanted to reach out and touch base about your podcast. I am currently an IFB pastor who by all accounts fits the visual bill of an ifb preacher i use a schofield king james bible i wear a suit i sport a class ring to an uncredited ifb institution i've got a baptist comb over (laughs) he said i make these points somewhat and just but entirely true to show that i am the typical stereotype of a person that many have to recover from Being where I am and what I believe, I want you to know that your podcast is outstanding. It has sincerely sharpened me to be biblical in my views and consider the strengths and love of my non-Baptist brothers. I'm on your side. I'm praying for your individual ministries, and I'm thankful for the work you all do. It has been a blessing to me. I have no intention of changing my stand, but I do commit to be thoughtful of making Scripture supreme in all that I do. All the best to you and your families, and that's from Cole Mailey. How cool is that? That is awesome. That, that proves our point of what we say on every episode. When these folks on Twitter go off on us that we don't like IFB and we're all against these broad folks brush. that are there, we're broadbushing, we say every episode episode there are great people in the IFB and Cole Mailey is one of those outstanding men and so yes sir we applaud you Cole yes. Mailey thank yes, you for sir. writing
2: in bro be more like Cole someone needs to hear that today hey i've got another one this is a shorter one but man this this really made an impact on us it says thank you for creating this podcast as a former Howes anderson college student who was there during the Jack Scott fallout, I walked away very confused about everything I had grown up believing in. Your podcast shed some light on many things for me and gave me some closure. Thank you. I needed to hear this. Awesome. Thank you so oh, much man, for great. that encouragement. We, we needed to hear that. Yeah. We want to hear from you,
0: just like we have done from day one. You can go to recoveringfundamentalist.org, click on the tab that says share your story. And uh, I'll be honest with you, there are more emails and stories coming in than we have time to respond to, but we will get around to reading them. I sat down the other night for about four hours and just started reading and responding. And it's like yeah. short, two, two sentence answers, you know, responding back, and I feel bad that I can't go into a dialogue, but man, every one of those are incredible because it reminds us why we're doing what we're doing. It's making an impact, and and guys, I don't know about y'all, but I mean, talking this past week's episode with Josh and just the reach that the podcast is getting and who's actually listening to the podcast, I'm kind of blown away at some of the folks that are actually listening to it. This coming summer, I'm preaching at Word of Life up in Scroon Lake, New York, Whoa. and I talked to the camp director today, and he was like, man, he said, everybody here at Word life is listening to your podcast. And we're all like, we can't believe we got one of the hosts of the RFP preaching at camp this summer. I'm like, that is stupid. What in the world? We just talking (laughs) to some microphones. I don't understand this, but uh, it's because you all listen and you're part of the RFP family that it's continuing to grow and uh, not just affect folks who have left the IFB, but we are making some waves
2: within the independent fundamental Baptist movement right now. Yeah. And we said we want to challenge and we're seeing that challenge bearing some fruit. If anything, from that debate that we weren't
0: invited to that wasn't a debate this past Friday, one of the things he said in the video was that, can you believe those three trendies? <laughs> he called us trendies, by the way. Love can it. you believe those three trendies are the three that are making the waves in the IFB circles? That's a pretty cool statement coming from that.
2: Yeah. And he made a point that we were bringing up a lot of good things that needed to be answered. He said, we're, we're addressing a lot of things that are problems and issues. So Hey, who knows how that'll go? I'm looking forward to it. Dude, even though we weren't invited to that non-debate,
0: I'm thankful for it because he gave us some good PR there. Absolutely. Yeah, I just can't believe I got called a trendy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to see any of us in skinny jeans either. Can we just talk about that for a second? (laughs) Like, I don't understand why they always think that we wear skinny jeans. I I don't even want to think about trying to fit (laughs) into a pair of skinny jeans, much less wear it. And I don't have the trendy hairstyle either because a Chrome Dome. Dude, you
2: got yeah. the beard. You're, you're Mr. Oh, yeah. Trendy. Oh, I
1: forgot about yeah, that. I don't even drink skinny lattes. <laughs> I don't do anything with skinny in front of it. I just don't even get that. Well, speaking of
0: trendy, this whole <laughs> month has been an incredible ride of the Anon accounts on Twitter, and uh, we have already had just two incredible episodes with Fake Sermons, who is not one of us, but man, we were excited that he was on. That, that episode brought some fire. Man, yeah. he dropped some incredible... Incredible yes. bombs. Um, and then last week, the wrestling pastor, one of my favorite accounts ever, the one I've been following for the longest time. And just, man, it was fun this past week getting everybody's walk in music. What would be your walk in song? Just right off the top of your head. Go, Nathan. Switchfoot, mess of me. Okay, Brian.
1: I think I'd have to go old school and go Eye of the Tiger. Oh, yeah.
0: Mine would definitely be Carmen, who's in the house. (laughs) JC with the fire going off. Man, that's my dream right there. But tonight, we are excited to have on the podcast with uh, somebody that I hope at the end of the evening, Brian, Nathan, and myself get a verified seminary non biblical honorary doctorate. It is the Twitter Anon account that we cannot see, and you will hear, we don't know what his voice sounds like either. is north worst seminary welcome to the rfp
4: well thanks for having me
0: <laughs> so we can't see you and we don't know what you sound like so this is going to be interesting tonight it's just like fake sermon we're just guessing and hoping that this goes all
2: right <laughs> you want to go ahead and tell us who you are now that we have you on
4: Um, I'm Andy Stanley. How awesome would that be? If you're
0: Andy Stanley, oh, this would be absolutely incredible.
1: (laughs) Hey, I'm owning that. He said it. I take him at his word. I have no reason to believe that he's
2: not an honest man. Andy Stanley listens to the recovering fundamentalist. What I love, though,
0: is that Andy Stanley went to a Halloween store today to buy the voice changer box.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and this voice that you're using, Hey Northwurst, you this is perfect for October. I mean, we're coming up on Halloween. I mean, I know IFB, we, you know, they can't celebrate Halloween. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't change the fact that it is Halloween. So we're coming up on that. Your voice changer is perfect for that.
4: Well, I, I bought it just for you guys.
0: <laughs> so I feel so privileged. So without giving away who you are. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and why you started this Twitter handle?
4: Um, yeah, I came uh, from a fundamental SBC church Okay. Um, growing up and um, had to deal with my own legalism. And once uh, the Lord took care of that with me, I couldn't stand legalism anymore so um i went to a, a large sbc seminary and while i was there our president was fired and a couple of presidents later it was uh, one who i did not care for and that was really the spoof of North West was a spoof on my seminary.
1: Okay. So, so you came up with a Twitter handle to kind of mock the seminary that you attended. Is that what I'm hearing?
4: Well, what it became. I loved it when I was there.
2: Gotcha. Yes. Yeah.
4: yeah, but this thing sort of morphed because he got fired like two months after I started it. And um, I became friends on, online, of course, with uh, the loving pastor.
0: Yeah. And oh, yeah.
4: we sort of um, have the same sense of humor.
0: Man, we're looking forward to the Piggly Wiggly revival here in a couple of weeks.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so do you have an honorary doctorate? That is the question.
4: No, but I hope to have one within the year, a real one. I'm writing my dissertation
2: nice. right now. Awesome. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. That's cool. Well,
0: being a guest on this podcast, make it into your dissertation. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Probably not.: <laughs>
2: Wise decision. <laughs> you just might pass. So
0: tell us how you came across the RFP. Like when, what was the first episode you listened to? How did you find us?
4: Well, I remember I listened to whatever the first one was, but um, the one that I really loved was uh, Bill. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Bill Kidd. And I don't know why he blocked us, because we actually like him. Um, We gave him an honorary doctorate, and I think he didn't think it was
2: funny he has a great sense of humor but we will pass that on because we're connected with phil now
4: i really enjoy hearing him preach i'm i'm not joking
2: is this paul (laughs) kid uh
0: no no we're gonna be trying to guess all night who you are just for clarity
1: i think it must be phil kid's wife because enjoying hearing <laughs> Phil Kidd preach is <laughs> like somebody of super close
4: relationship. I love oh man. Back- Probably not every Sunday. I just enjoy hearing his clips.
1: So you you are kind of a master of memes, and you seem to always just put the right video in the right place and and then you put just just the right words with it. Can you expound a little bit on, on this one? There's a bull. It's running down the road. There's a guy who's fallen off of a wall into like this, this huge hill of weeds, and it's got above it, Northwest has obtained the rights of How's soul-winning bull. <laughs> <laughs> So, can you go like just expound on that a little bit? Like, how how do you come up with that?
4: You know, it's a gift. I don't know. (laughs) Um, My father, who was well, is still in ministry, um, has a funny sense of uh, humor, and I guess I got a lot of that from him. But um, I don't know. Some things take off that I don't even get. And the ones I think are funny Don't even take off
0: I'll be honest Some of the stuff that you post Like these these uh, Weird like aerobics videos Or this you know <laughs> The groups that are singing It's like It's like trippy Christian weirdness going on in the middle of the night. It's like two or three o'clock in the morning and I'm just scrolling through your Twitter feed watching people do aerobics for Jesus. Where do you find these videos? Because I have been looking for it. So like as I'm scrolling through in the middle of the night, like I'll come across a a choir of people that are obviously from, you know, 60s, 70s, something like that. But they're standing there maybe even early 80s. I don't know. But they're standing there in like this most awkward choreography and they're sitting in a chair and they're singing. Where do you find this stuff?
4: Well, some of it is from YouTube. Some of it is from Twitter. And then, you know, as I've gotten more followers, people send me clips.
2: Yeah. Awesome.
1: (laughs) Well, I've got to tell you, one night, it's a wonder that I didn't shake our whole house. (laughs) Because like JC, you know, you're just scrolling through. You've got these three guys and they're jumping off of a boat. (laughs) And I promise this made me shake. I mean, I was shaking all over and it takes a lot to make me laugh a lot, but there's, there's three guys and they're jumping off of this boat into the ocean. And the third guy trips on the (laughs) antenna and falls about eight to 10 feet, lands straddle on the Chrome bar that goes around the boat. And, And the verse is, for there are some eunuchs. (laughs) You've got the verse about eunuchs with that that picture. Can you tell me about that one?
4: Well, that's one of many. Um, I I started that about a year ago when I saw a man get hit. And it's just kind of one idea. When I see something like that, I copy the verse and put it in the Twitter.
0: I love
1: it. So, do you think that's funny? Is that what you're saying? Like, we're trying to get a ring yes. on your sense of humor. Yes, I do think it's
0: funny. Do you do believer size with the videos that you post? <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
4: negative (laughs) Negative.
0: so we got to talk about the weird dude that's on here because i have watched this and i've looked for this guy the syncopation dude that one that you have pinned (laughs) to the top of your twitter handle it's you know beware of syncopation because it leads to christians being possessed who is this guy how did you find him he's you just posted a video of him singing very soft tones in front of a piano just the other day Who, who is this guy
4: well, his name is Christian Berdal and he's an Adventist.
0: Ah, okay.
4: Um, but really, the way I found him was searching more videos of Jeff Godwin. He's the other guy that okay. um, does the, you know, gets on Christian music. And the reason why I started posting him is because my first church, out of seminary where I was a youth minister, somebody handed me that videotape, you know, VHS and wanted me to watch it and start teaching my kids that jump.
2: Oh man, (laughs) man.
4: And I remember taking it into my pastor and we just laughed (laughs) um, because it was so ridiculous. And so I, I posted a few of his videos and was searching and came across Christian Berdahl and I think it was February, hmm. and it took off like anything I've ever seen. I mean, it's got over 300,000 views. Wow. Um, now, the Jerry Falwell um, weightlifting took even more views, but I didn't <laughs> pin it. Yeah.
0: Oh, man.
1: What a horrible video. Have
0: you come across any videos? I don't know if you guys remember this. You remember back, I guess it would be late 80s, early 90s, those folks that would go to churches and they were talking about secular, satanic music that if you played it backwards, the messaging that would come across with like the Beatles and the Eagles and things like that. Backmasking. Backmasking.
1: Yeah. I remember they used to do that and they would just, you know, scare you to death. Yes. And then with no gospel, no anything, they would play some of those records, mm-hmm. and and then the guy would say, see, it said Satan's going to get your soul. Listen, and I was like... Then they would give an invitation. Yeah,
0: I, I remember it scared the crap out of me. I was probably 10, 11, we're at Thompson Road Baptist Church in Indianapolis, Indiana, and this guy played something backwards, and he said, it's saying the son of Satan over the loudspeaker. Did you hear it? And I was like, mom, I didn't hear it. What is happening right now? Like, I was scared <laughs> to death. I mean, they're playing like hard
2: rock backwards. It's going to say... Sound satanic anyhow. Okay, I've got a name for you guys. I want to see if you recognize this name. Dave Benoit. Nope. He used to come to Tennessee Temple High School and middle school and preach against rock and roll music, and he would play everything backwards. And he was the guy that did the altar call afterwards, and everybody didn't come. So he made it more general. Like, if you have blonde hair, come down. Yeah. And more general. And finally, at the end, there's like six kids that wouldn't come down because they were just like, no, you're not forcing me to come down. So at the end, he goes, I want everybody in here to turn around and look at those people. No way. That's the missions field. That's who you need to be praying for. Yeah. Parents were calling the principal. I don't think he ever came back after that. I would say not. And the other guy who came and spoke all the time on rock and roll music was... None other than Ralph Sexton Jr. Oh, I've heard that one. I got a text today from a buddy named Zach Woody
0: that said he remembers them playing that song "Son of Satan" over the loudspeakers. He said I couldn't sleep for a week because I thought the Beatles were coming out of my closet at night to kill me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I was in one service and it served the guy right. He was he was backward masking, and uh, he he spun a Hank Williams jr album backwards here it goes and the guy's wife came back and his dog came back and he got his money back and uh, he quit drinking like it was pretty he got cool, his job back ruined the whole thing yeah absolutely
0: oh man i've heard some of those country music titles if you play them backwards like you know i kiss you through a screen door but strain our love
1: <laughs> so north
0: <laughs> you're the reason our kids are ugly. <laughs> you heard that one? <laughs> no. <laughs> I went so northward Went back to my fourth uh, wife for the third time to give her a second chance to make a first class fool out of me. <laughs> 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 I'll be here all week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh so man. North,
1: so northwest, uh I appreciated recently on Twitter. You kind of came to our defense. And, and we, don't, we don't really know you. We, we don't know right. you. <laughs> right. And you don't know us. We think. You know who we are, but you don't know us. I was so appreciative that you would come to our defense. Thank you for that.
4: Like I said, I came out of a fundamental background myself, even though it wasn't IFB, but I realized how the chains that are on you when you are tied to legalism. Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. I saw recently on your feed that you had Kent Hovine talking about the King James Version. (laughs) My favorite part of that was the comments. Yeah,
4: that was interesting.
2: (laughs) Do you know Um, Kent Hovine?
4: I didn't even know who he was. I just found the video.
2: (laughs) I'm from Pensacola, so I grew up hearing this guy. I I watched all the dinosaur videotapes. That's how IFB I am. And the very first comment on there says... The same KJV that teaches you not to pay your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> that was brutal. Have you
0: seen the video clip of his son in Taco
2: Bell ordering? Oh, I posted that. Did yeah. you? No way. Yeah. I
5: have not seen that one.
4: I didn't know who that was.
5: That's his son. I don't know if you guys realize this, but a lot of restaurants and fast food places are now asking for your name so you don't get it mixed up with somebody's order and so people will pay attention. It's a great opportunity to witness to other people. Yes. Hey, I'd like to have uh, a two-pack of the Cinnabon Delights, please. 2 packs of the Cinnabon Delights. Anything else? Nope, that'll be it. That'll be it? For here to go? For here. Can I have your name? You can. Jesus Christ is Lord. Okay. Say it nice and loud. I want to make sure and hear it. I'm way in the back over there, okay? Great. Alright. There you go. Be right up. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, all you got to do is sit back and let them witness for you. Pretty cool. Oh yeah, that's true. That's a true statement right there. That's a true statement. Thank you guys.
1: So, already, you know, we've had a lot of laughs, and um, anybody who listens to this podcast, they know we love to laugh. By the way, hey, thanks, guys, for all the times you say you appreciate our humor. Uh, you are likely the only people on the face <laughs> of the earth who do. So, thank you for saying that. But uh, just to take things seriously for, for just a minute, uh, Northwest, as we've been interviewing different Anon accounts, or as JC says, Anon accounts. Um, I bet, it, I bet you pronounce, you know, Sentaiki in the Bible. I Listen, bet you, you pronounce that Syntyche. Just go, Brian. Or Byron. 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 <laughs> Don't do
2: that. How do you so say it? How do how you, you, say you say it? it? Anon? It's, what a, what do you, anon. you say? Anon? So the word's anonymous? It's anonymous. an anonymous. So it's an anonymous. anonymous. Anon. anon. Okay. All right, all right, let's get off that. Okay. Danville. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, come on. See... <laughs> It's okay if he wants to be anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't it's know why even this is right. so be funny.
1: So to take this seriously for just a moment, uh, uh-huh. we've, I've been asking all of the accounts, you know, a little bit more about their theological perspective. And you've told us, you know, that you're just on the, Doorstep of having your doctorate, which means you're theologically grounded. Um, and I think it's good for people to hear maybe a little bit more of, of your heart um, toward Jesus, uh, where you are in ministry, uh, what you feel like God's doing in your life in this season. Who are you spiritually away from the Northwest Seminary account?
4: I'd be glad to talk about that. Um, I like to have fun and I put fun at myself as much as anyone. Uh, but Jesus is a huge part of my life. He is my life. And I was saved at uh, probably five or six years old. My parents are godly people and are still in ministry today. Um, but I got caught up in legalism, hmm. and it about destroyed me, and something happened at my church that opened my eyes to legalism, the way they treated a friend of mine, and it was like I made a 180. I was almost like an ex-smoker. Um, I can't stand to be around legalism anymore. Hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it was overnight, but... it. <clears throat> was a gradual change. And I served positions as student minister and uh, various associate pastor positions, even planted a church. Now I work for a uh, large parachurch ministry that works uh, with with college students and am very passionate about that. I share my faith on a regular basis. In fact, I, I led someone to Christ today
1: Oh, man. Not forced
4: it on them. It was a, you know, I did it out of a relationship. And, you know, I never criticize anyone that shares their faith. I just personally believe that, you know, slamming it down on them and and forcing it down them is not an effective way. Amen. Uh, So that's just, that's probably my real passion is to see people come to Christ and, and, and disciple them in their faith.
1: Man, that is awesome. I love what you just said about not playing the role of the Holy Spirit when you're sharing your faith with someone. You know, I heard, uh, heard a guy talking a little while back. He was a part of an IFB soul winning church. And he said that every Saturday they were, you know, forced by their parents, all the teenagers, they would have to go and load up on a bus. They would take them to different neighborhoods and they would force these kids to share the gospel with so many people and they were supposed to bring back a certain number of converts and not quit until they had that number of converts and so what they would do was lie about people coming to christ like they weren't even seeing these people saved but they learned the routine and because there had to be a certain number of people coming to christ they would just make that number up so they could leave But what they were being told to do is, you go and you determine how many people are saved today. You go and you force feed people the prayer. You force feed people the gospel. And then basically, you determine the outcome. They will be saved or else. You will get this number of people today. Now, do you see that as being A problem that you've encountered? Is that why you have a conviction about not doing that?
4: Well, it's funny you mentioned that. I was um, on staff at a church that had a quota. And we had to see so many, we had to witness to so many people that week. And if you had more than your quota that week, you would carry them over till the next week. (laughs) Oh, wow. So. I just I'm glad you mentioned the Holy Spirit because that is the Holy Spirit is the one that draws people to Christ. And it's just my job to share. I'm sure there some of the your haters on this podcast will probably twist this and say, How can he post some of the stuff he does? But honestly I'm just having fun. Mm -hmm. So I'm not I'm sure some people get offended, but oh well.
2: I was wanted to ask you about The honorary doctorates Because if you've had Any sort of experience With southern legalism You've probably ran into This thing we call Anti-intellectualism I've been in churches Where they preach against Going to seminary Or the cemetery And uh, I was just wondering If that was kind of A little bit of what You were playing off of With the honorary doctorates
4: Well again I wish I could even say It was my idea But when I started this um, became friends on the internet with a loving pastor and the fake Hamblin and um, some of those other guys. They kind of joked about giving them an honorary doctorate. So I found a generic doctorate and I purposely made it kind of horrible. Where I just put "insert your name here" and it's just stuck. So now I give it to people if they ask and then I give it to people like Bill Kidd who don't ask
0: <laughs> that's the best ones I would love to have one that you could mail to me so I can hang it in my office because that's the only doctorate I'm ever going to get I want
2: one on a t-shirt how cool would that be
4: yeah someone has mentioned that but um, because I'm an anon I don't even know how I'm going to, to do that and monetize it I mean I don't need the money but If someone else wanted to do it, it'd
0: be fine with me. I know of a platform that might do that. Recoveringfundamentalist.org,
2: there's a merch store that you could sell your T-shirts on.
4: We could
2: do that. Maybe have it go to missions or something. Come on, Come on. Oh, that'd be cool. JC has six kids. He's a missionary. (laughs) (laughs) Verified. Well, I
1: think it'd be cool to have a T-shirt that says, I have an honorary doctorate from North Seminary. That's awesome. So you can, you tell us a little bit about uh, your family, maybe, uh, how long you've been in ministry and, and maybe your family.
4: I've been in ministry for about 30 years.
1: Wow. I've
4: uh, been married a little bit longer than that. I won't say what I did before, but might my, my give away to some people. But I, I sort of pulled a bait and switch with my wife. She didn't know she was marrying a pastor.
2: <laughs> Me too. Mine either. <laughs>
4: But she's awesome. And I have
1: two college-age children. That's awesome. Wonderful. I appreciate what you said a little bit ago, and and I I identify with it. Sometimes Twitter can be just a great hobby. It can be for fun. Wouldn't it be great if everybody saw the fun in it? You know, sometimes I'll post something tongue-in-cheek, and I try to put an emoji on those posts that I'm not really that serious about. For example, you know, the other night, I posted that um, fundamentalists are on the wrong side of Scripture. They keep encouraging people to sing old-fashioned music in spite of the fact that there's not one directive in all of the Bible to sing old music. (laughs) But over and over and over again, the Bible talks about singing a new song. Mm -hmm. It was really funny because there were more comments than there were likes, and people were coming at me, and I was just saying, hey, it was tongue-in-cheek. It was just for fun. This
0: may be a topic for a entire episode that we do, but I was listening to some of the stuff that these guys are posting, like Northwest and fake sermons, and it's guys that are always talking about the old time religion and the old paths. Do you think the old paths and the old time religion that they're looking for is something that they remember from when they were a kid that felt good and it was an emotion, and they want to get back to feeling that emotion again? Because, okay, say you go back fifty years. 50 years ago they were talking about getting back to the old path. Do we go back to wearing tunics and walking around with sandals because that's about as old path as you can get.
4: You know that's a good point but you know what you can't go back to the old way because the the good old days weren't always so good. Mm -hmm. I remember that Andy Griffith episode where they wanted to after hearing their preacher go back to sitting on the porch and doing parades and all this stuff and I remember they were worn out after that and (laughs) Uh, you know, we just need to live in the the grace of God.
2: That brings up a good point because legalism does wear you out. Yeah, it does. It's, it's a really tough journey.
1: I just love the fact that Northwest just referenced Andy Griffith on the RFP. I'm a huge Andy Griffith fan, and he's talking about the episode where they were trying to rebuild the bandstand and repair yeah. all the old band uh, outfits and all of that kind of stuff. That was a great episode. By the way, just so you know, I'm from Mount Airy, North Carolina, which is the original Mayberry, which is where Andy Griffith was from. And my papa used to cut Andy Griffith's hair before he was famous. He cut Andy Griffith's dad's hair. And Andy Griffith's dad hung out in my papa's barbershop playing checkers all the time. So you just started speaking my love language.
2: So Floyd is based on your grandfather.
1: No, there's actually a Floyd's Barbershop on Main Street. That man recently passed away. He lived to be 90-some years old, but it was based off of that.
2: There's no way he was as cool as your grandfather. No,
1: my papa was cool.
2: I just
0: like the fact we got, we got it on record that Andy Stanley likes Andy Griffith. Oh. Did y'all catch that? Come on, man. Ooh, yeah.
4: <laughs> well, he made unhitch from it.
0: I love it Well, hey, we want to thank you for accepting the invitation to come on Uh, We asked a lot of folks to come on here And they declined And you and Lloyd Legalist and Wrestling Pastor And Loving Pastor and, of course, Fake Sermon All agreed to come on And so thanks for being here with
2: us tonight Before we let you go, I wanted to ask you a question What is the funniest story that has ever happened to you in church?
4: I will tell you this one this is this is kind of funny. I was on staff at a church. Um, I won't say what state. And another associate pastor and I uh, were going to the SBC convention of our state. And our pastor wasn't going to go, but then all of a sudden he decided to go separately. And we knew it was because he was interviewing with a church in that city.
2: <laughs> oh.
4: Uh, we decided to drive up in the church van. <laughs> to this church and whose car is outside of this church but our pastor busted we went in and uh the doors were open and we went all through the church putting our business cards oh no everywhere in there (laughs) (laughs) oh my god was it a situation
2: where you wanted him to get hired or you didn't want him to get hired
4: no I mean we liked him it wasn't that but he was always flirting with every church uh, in the world
2: <laughs> that's outstanding. Did he get the job?
4: Um, he turned it down actually. Oh, wow. okay.
1: <laughs> it was the business cards that's what did it. <laughs> that's what did it. Well, man, thanks for being on here
0: with us tonight. This is always exciting and maybe someday you'll reveal who you are to us and just for okay. the record, it's not one of us. Nor is Fake Sermons, <laughs> nor is Lloyd Legalist, nor is the Loving Pastor. I, I did like Wrestling Pastor last week cuz we got to see who it was and Josh doesn't care though. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But this is cool, though, because yeah. we literally have no idea who this is. It's a little Halloween special. It is a Halloween special. I like it. love it. Guys, it's Wednesday night, and I hope that what I'm about ready to say, because the Braves just won the first game of the playoffs
2: And by the time this airs, I hope we're still playing. So go Braves. I've got to tell you something. I've been a Braves fan since I was a kid. But this year, I am pulling for the Braves more than ever. My son called me today and said, Dad, you're never going to guess what happened. I said, what? He said, I just bought tickets to the World Series. Yeah. In Dallas, game three, my son is going to be there. And he's like, dude, this is a a once-in-a-lifetime thing. So he is so fired up. And he said, Dad, if the Braves are in the World Series and I get to watch it, he said, I just might not come back. He said, it's just going to be die and go to heaven right there. Hey,
0: we need to meet in Atlanta if we make it to the World Series and watch the game inside Truist Park. That would be incredible. That'd be incredible. So I, I'm good friends with Otis Nixon. Like, when I was 10 years old, Otis Nixon made the catch over the wall. Like, that was one of my heroes. And then fast forward to about eight years ago, I got to be in an accountability group with him. And so being friends with Otis, he's like, hey, man, I'm getting a suite at Truist Park, and I can invite a couple of people. You want to come with me? So how cool what? would that be? We can go watch the World Series with Otis Dude, Nixon. Dude, I'm there. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's make it Brian, you come down from Danville, Virginia cheer us on to the chop won't stop
1: yeah i went to see an atlanta braves game one time and it was the braves and the cincinnati reds and i'm not a baseball fan and it was kind of that pitching duel you know where nobody was getting any hits nobody was getting any runs and all the true baseball fans were on the edge of their seats oh yeah because they were loving it in the third inning i got up walked around ate hot dogs and never went back to my seat for the rest no, of the night. Oh man, <laughs> you're that guy.
0: Speaking of the Braves and Reds, we just swept them to get into the playoffs. But Trevor Bauer, man, it, it went into the thirteenth inning. It was like a pitcher's duel. And then we ended up sweeping the Reds. So all of my Reds friends that are listening that have We've tagged got us a on lot Twitter. Of them, yeah. yeah, go Braves, sweep you enjoy the playoffs watching it from your home (laughs) hey I love the Braves and uh, so I hope the Braves are still playing by the time this episode episode number 32 airs and uh, next week we have Lloyd Legalist going to be on the show with us and then we end out a non not an in or whatever Brian said a non account what'd you say an in an in anon, Anonymity. An- an- uh, <laughs> a non account October uh, with the Loving Pastor and the Piggly Wiggly revival. I have no idea what to expect these next two weeks. It's going to be part of the fun. It's going to be interesting. And that's why I love a non account October. We got Lloyd Legalist and the Loving Pastor still to go. So this has been an exciting. Episode tonight and looking forward to the next two weeks. And then in November, it's going to be huge. We have a lot to be thankful for. And so every day we're going to be posting a thankful thought from Brian, Nathan, and JC. That's just a joke. Do y'all do that on social media? No, day one, no. I'm thankful for zippers. Day two, I'm th- <laughs> like people, if you do that, more power to you, but it hey, drives me I'm nuts. thankful for Northwest Seminary. Hey, I am too. I am too. We want to thank our sponsors, Free Life Soap. Check them out at recovering fundamentalist.org. Click on the Free Life Soap tab, get 20% off of your order. We also want to thank J Radio and guys, our patrons of Patreon are Man. absolutely the most incredible people. We love them. We are thankful for them. They give us input. They give us insight. If you want to be part of the RFP community on a whole nother level, go to recoveringfundamentalist.org, click on our Patreon link and become a patron. You get the episodes a whole 24 hours in advance and you can hear what everybody else is going to hear at midnight on Tuesday. Tuesday night so be part of the community of the recovering fundamentalist podcast and help us continue to go forward and uh, we also want to thank justin knight we can't leave him out we got to thank him for all the work that he does behind the scenes hey, it's been a great episode i'm excited hope the braves are still playing next time we talk and until next week y'all have a great one be sweet